What's up, y'all? This is RC, and do I have something for you from Prize Picks? Listen, they picked me to do this because early on in the week, I already told y'all I got Breezy over MJ in the talent department, so I can't miss, and we are giving you a can't miss as well. Jason Tatum is valued at 0.5 points in this game, so if you get the over one free throw, and you got easy money, so think about what Prize Picks is doing. Not only matching your deposit up to $100, but giving you the easy win. Listen, I already told you guys, and we tell you week to week, we're available in almost 75% of the states. And yes, Prize Picks has the big ones. Florida, Cali, and Texas. Matching your money, giving you easy wins. Prize Picks is the best app for player props and also daily fantasy. Download the app, make your picks, and make your money. It's Prize Picks and the Pivot. Let's go. There he is, oh. the OG. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Man, thank you for being here, man. Yes, sir. Oh, I couldn't tackle you. <laughs> I couldn't tackle you, man. No, what's up, boss? What's up, you good? What's happening? How you doing? All right. Where am I sitting? Still bigger than you, Fred. Yeah, he is, right? Hold up. Limitless. Biggest to me, guy pinning it. I thought they had to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I thought they had to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Eric Dickerson, you need no introduction. Welcome to the pivot. <laughs> thanks, thanks. The most it. iconic back ever in the history of the game. I don't know about that, you know. So, I mean, you, was a, I you were the only one that had, you had the goggles. I had the goggles. You I had, had the neck roll. And the jerry. And the jerry <laughs> curl. <laughs> the jerry curls. Come on, man. Curl, yeah. Uh, you know, it's this stuff I wore. I mean, I, it just, you know, it wasn't nothing that I was trying to be cool or different. You know, I got to say the neck roll was kind of a, a touch that I got to say, I, I took it from my boy Craig James when we were in college. Right. And he had a neck roll. I'm like, I kind of like that neck roll. I never had one in high school. So I kind of took the neck roll and I, you know, kind of did my own twist, stretched it out and just made it look cool like, like Superman. So that's, that's kind of what a neck roll. Serious question though, because I get sweat in my eyes when I ain't have no hair. <laughs> with the Jerry Curl dripping. The activated the oil sheen. No, never, never. I'm going to tell, tell you the problem with that. Because I wore goggles. Right. Man, they fogged up all this. I hated them things. But people thought, and I wore them just to be cool. But I hated them. I was always walking to, I always had a towel. I was walking to the line of scrimmage doing this, wiping them off. You know, it helped when guys are trying to poke in the eyes because I got a lot of that. Especially you know, back in those days, you know, mm -hmm. it, could, it, was, it was really dirty football, but it was football. But, um, you know, those goggles were just part of the deal. But the, the Jerry Curl, it was, it was what the Jerry Curl was. Wow. You probably thought you had an S Curl or something like that? Yeah, you definitely had an S Curl. <laughs> you had an S Curl, Fred Everybody had it. Thank you. Everybody right. dipped and dabbed with the little S Curl lot. juice. You know what I did? I did, a, I did a perm. The little oh. perm. <laughs> I did a I did. I had the top, I had the curly top. <laughs> I thought I had good hair like LB Shore. I tell you, them goggles wasn't sweet. Man. I see you got glasses on now, like you have a visually impaired, but them goggles weren't sweet, bro. Yeah, I, I know the goggles didn't look good. And I, I, I didn't like them. I mean, I didn't like wearing them. I mean, first, when I first wore glasses, I had to wear my hot my, my school glasses when I played, you know, in seventh, seventh grade and eighth grade, I had to wear my school glasses. And they were the brown, like the, the round horn ones kind of ugly, and I'd come on the field with my head down, because I hated them glasses. And there were no sports glasses back then. And you know, if you if you broke your glasses, you know, as a kid, and I was blind, it would take months. If they, you might get your glasses back in three months. So you had to be careful, but I didn't like the glasses either. So don't don't think that, you know, I thought they so, were cool. So ED, ED, you know what I mean? We, I, I skipped the part because I was so excited. This is the pivot. We need you to subscribe. We need you to like. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, our sponsor is Happy Dad. 
they would be very grateful as we are. But you're talking about not being able to see, not having vision. None of that showed up in your game, though. You know, people always say that, you know, guy, oh, he has great vision, you know. For a running back, it's not about the vision. It's about, it's about feel. Mm -hmm. It's just like a defensive back or a receiver. It's about, it's about what you feel. Like, like when I'm playing, I can, I can feel a guy come in here. And I, one thing I did have, I had great peripheral vision. I mean, did a test on him. My peripheral vision was great. I just couldn't see straight ahead. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing. <laughs> you know, I could feel him. Like, and I, I would make a cut because I felt him. And like, how did you see him? I didn't see him. I felt him. You know, and, and you know, you know, I was on the football field. You know, guys, stuff happens quick. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, it's instinct. Sometimes you make the wrong decision. Sometimes you make the right decision. I was fortunate sometimes to make the right decisions. And one thing was, see, I was, I was big, I was 6'3", 225, and I was fast. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I, I always, I put my speed against anybody when I was younger. I mean, that was a big thing for me. And you know, as you know, as a player, you know, you can. There's no substitute for speed. It's really not. You can't know, teach it. You can't teach it, especially if you're a football player. And I, and I was a track guy, but I was a football player first. Well, you mentioned Craig James earlier, and you know we've seen now with Nick Saban recently coming out and talking about Texas A&M being being the the number one recruiting class because they paid all of their players through NIL. Uh, he also has mentioned Deion Sanders and them getting the number one player and using NILs to pay him. When you think about what happened to SMU with the death penalty to now where the game has moved and schools and teams and universities are using this to get players, what does that make you feel like? Man, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I've been frustrated for years, even when I got out of college, you know, how they treated the players. I mean, black, white, you know, it didn't make a difference because, you know, you know, as a player, you don't look at the skin color. You're a player. We, we all on the same team. I just felt that, that players should have always gotten something. You know, you're making the university all this money. First thing you say, well, you got a scholarship. <laughs> okay, we got a scholarship, but we're still making the school billions of dollars. The NCAA billions of dollars is really what it comes down to. And I've always just felt that the players or the kids should share in that. Because look, man, everybody's not gonna play pro football. Everybody's not gonna be a pro basketball player. And, and you know, you'd have other people say, well, you know, you can't, you, 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 football players, y'all get this, and you know, and, and basketball and, and baseball and the girls sports. I said, well, let me ask you a question. When's the last time you see a uh, 100,000 people come out to a swim match? Yeah. You don't see that. When's the last time you saw 100,000 people come to a baseball game? You don't see that. Mm -hmm. They come to football. They tailgate football. So I just think it's great because I think the players deserve it. You know, it gives them something. If they don't make it, it gives them something to have a start, a kickoff, you know, some kind of money to have. Because, look, I just say for me being black, we didn't have anything. I mean, we didn't, we didn't have any money. My, we were poor. I mean, I'm trying the little bit of money that I got, I was sending my mom. I mean, and I think a lot of, a lot of guys, I was raised with my great aunt, a lot of guys feel the same way. I'm just trying to help. You know, and, and in a sense, they vilify the young player. You're the young kid. We're kids. If, if you, if I, t if, if it was a 15-year-old right now, 16-year-old high school kid, and I say, look, son, I'm gonna give you $500 just for, just for playing a good game. You think he's gonna say, oh no, I can't take it. He's gonna say, what? Right. $500? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm happy to take it. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was like back in those days. I don't speak for anybody else, but I got all the $1,000 handshakes when I went on recruiting business. <laughs> so I ain't gonna call out each school. I went to Florida. But every school I went to, I get the handshake, you know, with the, with the rack in it. You know, what I'm saying my mom got an explorer. I don't know who gave it to her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's be honest. But Ed, you you kept the G code so long. 
Because yeah. every time people ask you about the Pony Express and the yeah. death penalty, you continue to keep the G code. I don't want you to tell on nobody, but I want to ask you, why do you feel like you got to stay in the G code where the world knows yeah. that ED got some bread from somebody? I'll say this much here. One thing is, is I'm big on loyalty. I'm big on loyalty. I mean, if I'm your guy, I'm, you know, you my guy, my, my, these my guys, I'm big on that. I'm, you know, we, well, this is our, this is, it's our, it's our code. We, we keep this between us. And if you go back and look at guys at SMU, the guys that played with me, we didn't talk. I mean, we were happy for other guys. If they got a car, man, well, let me see your car, man. Let me, let me, let me check it out. We, it, it wasn't, it was no envy. I mean, that was, that was the big thing. I think, you know, as time went by, you know, you think about it, and I just say, what's the sense in telling? I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just did a book, so I, I, I told some of the stuff. I'll tell you how I got the Trans Am. Mm -hmm. and, and the Trans the, AM. The, the Trans AM. <laughs> you, know, you know, I saw, the, I'll make the story short. I saw the car, you know, in my, maybe in my junior year, I did the Trans AM, but I saw it in my, in my senior year too. I had to go by a place called Leo Jonigan. I drive by there more, every day going to Houston. I go to Houston to see my grandmother. And so I'm like, well, I like that car. And I, you know, being a good football player, I told my mom, and some kind of way it got back to my grandmother. You know, I liked the car. And it was a big AM boost in Sealy, a big one. And one, one day I went to school, she said, let's go, we're gonna ride to Houston, we're gonna look at that car. I'm like, what car, that Trans Am? I'm like, okay. So I go down and look at the car. Two white men now, they came out and said, the car's yours. Yeah, you like, the keys. Take the keys. I'm, I said, mama, she said, don't even worry about that. You ain't, you ain't never got to worry about it. Fast forward, when uh, the NCAA came, you know, they told me, you gotta talk to my mother. And she said, you gotta talk to his grandmother. My grandmother and my mother were two different people. They, made, they thought my mother was my grandmother because she was old, I was adopted. My grandmother was actually in Houston. So now, she talked to them, blah, blah, blah. They finally let the investigation go because my grandmother told them, if, you, if I see you again, told the NCAA guy, if I ever see you again, I'm gonna sue you personally and the NCAA. Never saw him again after that. So after I retired, I said, I said mama, how did that Trans Am come about? I finally asked, she said, well, you, know, you, you didn't need to know, but I'll tell you now. She said that your grandmother paid for that car. Because my grandparents, they could afford it. Mm -hmm. she, said, she said, your grandmother, they paid for that car. They paid $14,500 for that car. Wrote them a check for it. She said, Texas A&M, I just said, Texas A&M, gave them the money back in cash. Boom, car, you know, no, no trail. <laughs> no, yeah. no, what A&M gonna say? I paid for that car. <laughs> right. he, 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 we he paid for that car, he paid for that. <laughs> right. No, they, they, they couldn't tell. I mean, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know, I'm just a kid. And I just feel like, you know, hey, that's what that's that's how it was, you know. You guys, everybody got recruited in here, and yeah, I got the I got some of the handshakes too, the five hundred dollar handshakes. But it wasn't nothing that was life changing. Let's put it like that. Yeah. Never, wasn't money that was gonna change my life. I didn't get land, you know, on on on, on down on the coast or nothing like that. We got some a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars, and it comes out to and and a car. Do you hate that your legacy of what we said, bro? Because I got always joking walking in. I, I would not want to hit your big ass every play. <laughs> bro, you was a dog. Do you hate that your legacy is attached to that Pony Express stuff? Like whenever somebody talks about Eric Dickerson, they always go back to that. Do, do you dislike it? Do you embrace it? I, you know, it doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. You know, I think, they, I, think the, I think the thing that bothers me the most is that they give the death penalty to me in my class. I was in the pros for five years and they got the death penalty. Nothing to do with the death penalty. That's the part that bothers me. The car, I think it's funny. I think it's great. I mean, I mean, the Trans Am, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna live forever. You, you saw, you know, like the poster that SMU used for the recruiting for the NILs, you know, they got the Trans Am right in the front. You know, that, that's, that's part of our history. I mean, I think every school has history, no matter good, bad, indifferent. But 
Now, I, look, I love my university. I'm glad I went there. That's the school that I say the school that my grandmother chose, my mom chose for me. I didn't choose it, but at the end, at the end of the day, man, I'm glad I went there. So year. as big as you were, you know, even leaving there, second pick, the things you did as a rookie of the year, you know, so forth and so on going forward. Was there, were there any resentment by the fans? Because they got the worst of the worst that you can yeah. get. You mean that? Could you go back to SMU and oh, be looked yeah. upon as? Yeah, I, no, you know, no problem going back. You know, the people that were bad, they knew it wouldn't have nothing to do with us. Because look, in those years, we were dominant. If you want to say, if you want to say the best team money could buy, we would have to. Everybody wanted to be a Mustang. Everybody right. wanted to have that horse on their head because we had the cool uniforms. We were right in Dallas, Texas. I mean, we had the, we had the, the coach that was, you know, fly coach. Right. I mean, beautiful girls, great campus, <laughs> we had it all. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like the show Dallas was hot back yeah. in the day, you know, mm -hmm. Dallas. Mm -hmm. So everybody wanted to go to SMU. I, I met so many guys, I said, man, Eric, man, I, I committed to SMU, man. They got the death penalty, man. I, I, man, I couldn't go. I went there and had no football. So, no, I, I, I just think it was that, was, that was that era. And I think that era was, was great football. You know, when you get to the league and, and now you, you see the, the type of talent that they have and you mention the field, uh, the feel that you have for the game and you start to dominate in the way that you do. When you were playing the game, were you focused on or was being an all-time great something that mattered to you? Would you work on every day saying, because I, I say this all the time, and you know, I was talking the other day and I said, look, you can do anything you put your mind to within your skill set. That's true. Not anything in the world, because some of us aren't capable. Right. But every day you woke up, you had the ability to be the best to ever do it from your position. Were you approaching football in that way? Most definitely. Great question. Most definitely. My dad taught me that. He had a saying to me, he said, son, all that you do with your might, things done by halves are never done right. I always want to be the best. I mean, always. You know, come, you got to understand, coming from a small town in Texas, a little town, 2,000 people, I heard all the time, man, Eric can't, you know, he ain't that good. You know, he ain't this, he ain't that. I mean, think about how many times I heard that. You know, he can't play no college football. He, you know, he hang around here, but he can't play college. And I went to college. My first year, I struggled. See, them the big boys. He can't play with the college boys. Just got a little better my next year. My junior year, really, really good. But my senior year, I was like, a, I, and I say this, you know, humbly, but I feel like a man playing with boys. My talent, second to nobody's. And that was a God-given talent. It really was. I mean... It was time, a linebacker run up to me, I'm hell, I'm big as he is. You know, defensive end, I'm <laughs> right. big as he is. Yeah. I mean, I'm big, you know, I'm, I, he can't catch me. I can run over him, I can run around him. So most definitely, I always wanted to be the best. When I got to the pros, I, I had that same mentality. I mean, I didn't know how I was gonna transcend. I won't forget me and my best friend talked uh, when I got drafted, he said, so what'd you think would be a good rookie? I said, well, man, he's, cause he looked at Marcus's stats. I won't forget to look at Marcus Allen's stats. I think Marcus had like 1,100 yards or something like that, like eight, nine touchdowns. And he said, well, man, you better Marcus. He said, so you should have maybe like 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. <laughs> right. I said, that's a, that's, a, that's a good goal. I mean, mm -hmm. that, was, that was a goal. Mm -hmm. But I had 1,800 yards and 20 touchdowns. And, and after that year, I mean, I just, I, I worked hard. I mean, and anybody who knows me and knew what I, they worked out with me, I worked hard at it. It wasn't, it was, a, I had the gift, but I worked at the gift. You know, and I tell any kid that, you know, that if God's going to give you something. It depends on what you do with it. And for me, Man, I always wanted to be the best player, you know. And, you know, in some phases I was, some phases I wasn't. But, you know, I'm, I always gave 100%. We had Marshawn on, Marshawn Lynch. So I got to do it to Freddie again. Freddie, ED sweeter than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, you, you got to pay homage. At some point, right, you got to, 
you know, when they say game recognize game, and there are a lot of backs that come before me that I respect, even some guys that played in my era that I respect. I'm talking about, you know, the Ladanian guys that play now. Yeah. I love Saquon's game, nice. certainly when he's healthy. Christian McCaffrey, a lot of uh, Alvin Kamara. So um, I always make sure I, I check out other guys' game. I can see some backs that are in a system, and they're a product, they're a benefit, you know, benefactor of that system. And I'm looking like, all right, oh, uh, I would love to have seven in the box every play. <laughs> you know, right, right. It, it's not always, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. But Ed, um, he was a dog man. I remember the high step, you know, yes, the lean high. back, running upright, yeah. you know, when he's in the open. Yeah. But in contact, he always lowered his pad, big guy getting down. So I, st I was able to study his game. So um, certainly, I always tip my hats off to the legend. Funny about it, vice versa, because, you know, I, I told you this. I think I told you that we, they had me look at film on you. Mm -hmm. They had me look at yeah. film on, yeah. on him and Curtis Enos. And the Rams mm -hmm. asked me, they said, Eric, we want you to look at some film on some two players. I said, okay. I said, who is it? Curtis Enos and, and Fred, Fred Taylor. So I said, um, okay. So he sent me the tape. I looked at him. I said, all right. I knew which one I liked. I just want to see what they were going to say. I said, which guy you like? I said, tell me who y'all like. They said, we like Curtis Curtis Enos. I said, not the guy. Mm -hmm. He said, no, I'm telling you. I said, no, I'm, I'm talking to the scout now. I said, not the guy. I said, I'm telling you. I said, they said, why? He said, tell me, give me your reasons why. I said, well, first of all, I think he's little. I said, and he runs leaning over too much. He's going to blow his knee out. I said, he's run, he doesn't run in control. I said, football, you got to run in control. Mm -hmm. And they talked to him. They said, well, look, Fred Taylor, he gets hurt too much. I said, that's college. I said, but I like the way he runs. I said, he's the guy. They said, we didn't get him draft either one of y'all. Right. But right. then as time went on, you know, and they, they said, Eric, you were right. I said, I told you. Yeah. I mean, I said, I, I knew it. Same thing when we got Marshall Falk from, because I helped him facilitate that trade with the, with the Rams to get Falk. He was in Indianapolis. And I went to our general manager and I told him, look, I said, I heard, I talked to Falk and his agent. I said, he wants to get out of Indianapolis. I said, we have a chance to get him. And the general manager, well, he's always, but why, Eric, why? And I told him why. I said, this guy will make a big difference on our football team. I said, because we don't have a name player right now. We can't put nobody in the stands. I said, he's gonna, he's, and, he's, and I said, he's a great player. I said, I think he'll be a great player for us. Fast forward, what we do? Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I expect yeah. that. But, yeah. but I said, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm no guru, but I know my position, you know? And when I saw, when I saw where Fred ran, I said, man, he gonna be great in the pros. I mean, I just, I, I just knew it, and 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 you didn't let me down. No, I appreciate yeah, it. I, I, I was just talking about you yeah. the day before yesterday. Yeah, I appreciate telling, it. telling this story. It's the same conversation with with Marcus, but again, that's where for me, you know, when they talk about Hall of Fame, this and that, my peers and the guys that have done it before me, that's that's what matters the most to me, you know. But uh, aside from that, going back to your draft class in '83, you know, going number two behind John Elway. You guys had Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, yeah. a few other guys that are legends in the game. Did that motivate you, knowing that you were in that draft class with those guys to be the best to get rookie of the year? Not really. You no. know, man, we just we were just a bunch of kids. You know, mm -hmm. just a bunch of young kids. It wasn't the media like they have today. It was we just we knew certain guys. Like I played against Marino in, in the Cotton Bowl. Mm -hmm. You know, I heard about John Elway, Roger Craig. I was friends with Roger. Met Roger going to the Hula Bowl. Him and Jamie Williams. So. Not really. I mean, it was just, I just wanted to play well. I wanted yeah. to do well for my football team. And the thing I knew about with the Rams is, is that they had a good offensive line. And, I, you know, me, and I and see, I never, I, I had no injuries when I came out of college. I never carried the ball full time since high school, you know, being that, that guy. So it gave me an opportunity to show mm -hmm. how good I was. Because I always knew, I said, look, I said, if they'd have really pushed me for the Heisman, I'd have won the Heisman. I mean, I always said that 
I was the best player in the country that year. I mean, I'm not bragging, but I had 16, 70, 1,679 yards, so like 203 carries, seven yards to carry, 17 touchdowns. I mean, I carried the ball half the time. Right. I'd say Herschel had 150 more carries than me and 100 more yards than I did. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I say, I say, hey, I say, I tell him, I say, that's my husband you got hurt. Right. Right. <laughs> you, you think about that though, that draft, what it was, uh, it was Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly, that draft. Jim Dan Elway, Marino, Marino, John uh, Elway, Daryl Green, Daryl Green, Roger yeah. Craig. I mean, that that's a, that was a great, that was a yeah. great draft. Yeah, like yeah. when you look back at, at football and you see all of those great players that played in a different time, especially offensively, right? Offensively. You know, the, the rules weren't the same. You clothesline, you catch cats, <laughs> you could blindside them and do those different things. And you watch players now. How do you think an, an Eric Dickerson would translate into today's football game? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'd kill these, man. I'd kill it. I'd kill it. Man, first of all, I'm, if I'm just, just give me an offensive line. Just give me a, and give me a piece of quarterback. <laughs> just a piece I ain't never really had. A, give me, just give me a guy that can... Just get it downfield. Yeah. And I ain't got to see them eight, nine-man fronts right. every time. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Man, mm -hmm. you watch the line of scrimmage, man, and you see the, you see the safety right there. You're like, damn. I mean, what am I, you know, it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would kill it. I know I would. I mean, people ask me that. I mean, with the talent I had, like I said, and I said it again, not bragging, but God gave me a talent second to nobody's talent. So yeah. I would think I'd be, I think I'd do well. But you ain't gonna get all them damn carries now. Okay,okay,你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方是在欧洲，你比方
450 yards on this side and 550 on this side of offense. They don't want to see a defensive guy, and that's, that's today's football. No, nah, it's crazy. I, I say the exact same thing. The $20 hot dog, you can watch the game on the jumbo truck. It's the excitement. That, that's their business model. Yeah. Let the fans come in there and really just enjoy it. But the one biggest thing, I was, I was doing some research on you, but you signed a $2.2 million contract oh, as a rookie coming out. Four-year, $2.2 million. Brother, it was terrible. Number right. two pick. Let me tell you, my my contract was bad. I mean, that's I put like I said, I had a I had a six hundred thousand dollar signing bonus. My first year's base salary was one fifty. I was making one hundred fifty. My 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 signing bonus was a a loan. It was a it was supposed to be an unforgivable loan. So when I got traded, I had to give a coach, I had to get a Rams back my signing bonus. Hmm. Yeah, I'm so my my first year I made one fifty when I ran for the eighteen hundred. I made one seventy five when I ran for two thousand. I ran, I made the third year, I think I made 275. Then I held out and got 400, but that wasn't no really yeah, no money. 1,800. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I'm making no money. And and I, I always go back as I said, John Elway, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I just got to compare. I'm, he's the first, I'm, he was making a million dollars. I'm making 175. That's a big disparity. I mean, it was, I mean, that's just, but that's how they could do you back then. Yeah, we got to ask, your agent was bad, the team it's was the bad, team, was y'all team. not aggressive enough? It's because it's just number one makes a million, number two makes 600. Yeah, but that's just how, that's how it was because, you know, they they really controlled the narrative. Like teams, when you when your team drafts you back then, you were stuck. I mean, right. let's just say after you got, say you play your four years and, and say somebody else wants you, and if you if we're, we're going to make you an offer, no, you ain't going nowhere until we let you go. That's how it was. You ain't going nowhere. Never. You play four years for us, we still got your rights. That's how they, we still got your rights. You can't go nowhere. That's just, that's, that was the league back then. You know what's so crazy? You talk about the league back then, and we're talking about players now. Also, the, the fame, right? The, the attention right. you can get, the type of money you can make away from the field, the, the, the partying. You got here straight from Dallas to L.A., balling, killing, number two pick. What your life was like? Away from the field. For my first year, it was it was good. Um, Cause really, I was I was shy. I was, I was really kind of shy. So, you know, I didn't like like I would sign autographs. I was kind of shy about it. I mean, one, I went to my uh, my first Laker game. My doctor, he was a Lakers doctor, he asked me to go to the game, and I'm like, sure. And they were like, man, you going to like be able to die? He said, he got floor seats. I didn't know what floor seats were. He said, well, I'm like, what's we gonna sit around the floor? I'm like, okay, because I didn't really watch that much basketball. So when we got to the forum. Uh, we would go right down to the floor. I'm like, wow. And so I remember Magic and Kareem, and everybody came over. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, like, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. You know, I'm like, this Magic and Kareem, and you know, and, and they came over shaking my hand, and they announced me on the, the loudspeaker, and they, yeah, I got up, and they gave me a standing ovation. I'm like, oh, this ain't me. You know, this is just not, this is not me. And some, I remember at one point, I didn't even want to like going out to clubs, because you know, it was, not that they were bombarding me, I just, I was embarrassed behind it. You know, people asked me about, you know, you're playing, I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. And so, you know, I kind of got over that part, but let me tell you, man, LA is a great place to play. It really is. You know, it's a great city, um, beautiful girls. I kind of got out of that going to the, when I went to the, when I went to the basketball game now, oh, I was into it then. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh, I got into it. I got into it. You yeah. it. The foreign club, I, I, I didn't want to watch the game. I was sitting in the foreign club at the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, when you grabbed a bad one, did you leave the goggles on? <laughs> so you, that's what you said. Like you said, you couldn't see in front of you. So did you leave the goggles on so you could really appreciate you the, it? The peripheral uh, or, or you went sideways so you could see that thing. Like, <laughs> let's just say, let's just say, man, it was, it was, it was good to be in LA. I, I got, I'm serious. I mean, I, I love playing for the Rams, even though they wasn't paying me right. 
You know, we had a great team, a great team of guys uh, being in the city. Even though we weren't in L.A., we were in Orange County, but I was always in L.A. You know, I was just I always come to the city. And, um, you know, the funny thing about being out in Orange County, which was, you know, we call it, the, we call it the Orange Curtain. You know, it was mostly all white. But, you know, a few of the brothers would come out and watch the games. They would all say, man, you need to be a Raider. You know, you, yeah. you know, you, we look at you as one of us, you know. Mm-hmm. The Rams are in Orange County. I'm like, hey, man, that's the team I play for. And the thing is, is that they, they say, man, we love watching you play, though. Because I won't forget one time I'm in a bar uh, and Friday's in the marina. And I'm, and I'm taking a leak. Two guys come in. The guy say, man, you see the Rams today, man? I heard him talking, man, man. And you see Eric, yeah, man, he was killing them, man. And I'm listening. The guy said, man, I'm taking that shit. Man, that ain't no Eric Dickerson, man. <laughs> man, he, I heard him say, right. he said, man, tell him you ain't Eric Dickerson. I said, I am Eric. He said, man, what the hell are you doing here? He said, ain't you tired after that game? You drove all of Orange County? I said, yeah, I came to see what y'all see, all these women up here. He said, you got that right. So, man, I mean, I, I, I love that. You I love like that? that. I love oh, that. I love that. you my love spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, boy. It's crazy, though, that in L.A., Hollywood, the whole thing, right, for you to maintain your focus, you know, those early years of your career and the numbers that you put up, 1,800, 2,100, 1,200, 1,800 again. How were you able to maintain that? Like I told you, man, I always wanted to be the best. That was, that was, that was a burning desire for me. I mean, I won't forget, I did an, it was an event that I held out, I think the year I had the 1,300, I think it was my third year, I held mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And I uh, went to an event, and Marcus Allen won the Russian title that year. Mm-hmm. And I got some of, some of why I had, because I, I broke the, I, I had the record in the playoff game, 245 in the playoff game. And uh, one of the guys introduced Marcus. Marcus wasn't that too accepted for Marcus, and he said, "You know, yeah, we won the Russian title, blah blah blah." You know, and 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 I and I, and I didn't, you know, I, I didn't say nothing. So when I got to get my 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 award, I said, "Well, you know, I want to congratulate Marcus. You know, I know he's not here, but Marcus." I say, "But only he got that title because I held out." I said, "We'll see what happened next year." <laughs> and I remember eighteen hundred that next year. Right. You know, yeah. so yeah. Um, you know, I, it was I could say it was it was easy because man, football was I man. You know, you guys know, when you play, when you love it, you love it. I loved everything about it. I, I can remember the smell of the grass when, when football season, like, oh, it's football season. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get out on the field and to, to do the, just to do my, do my thing. I mean, I just loved everything about it. And the sad part about it is, is that, you know, at one point, you know, later in your career, you're playing on bad teams and bad organizations. They make you hate it. They make, they make you hate a sport that you loved. And I mean, when I say loved it, I loved it. I think you hate a sport you love so much. That's the sad part about, about, about football. And the good and the bad of football, we all know. I told a story about Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates playing them boys. I go tell my coach, coach, do not make me cover him. He's going to catch the ball. <laughs> so big as you are, you know what I'm saying, for the football people, we talking ball. You said them deep. When you walk on the field, the DBs would be like, damn, that's a running back. But yeah. is there any, any of them names in your mind that, they wrecked that chest. Oh, hell they hit yeah. that sternum. Like, oh, give, oh, give oh, us a name that oh, caught that sternum yeah. a couple oh, hell times. Yeah, come on. We played the Bears in the playoff game. That playoff game, uh, Mike Singletary got me really good. I won't forget it. It was an ISO player. After Mill and the, the H back came and supposed to, supposed to pick him up. And Richard Dent told me this a couple of years later. He said, We knew what the play was going to be. He said, Because we had, he said, Eric, we had 10 men. He said, we, we, y'all, we knew y'all couldn't throw the ball. Yeah. We couldn't. Our quarterback threw for 50 yards. <laughs> he, threw, he, he, threw for, he threw for 60 the week before and 50 in that game. 
Oh, legit. Yeah, for real. He said, I thought you were joking. Oh, no. This ain't no joke. When I, say, when I said earlier, I want a piece of quarterback, just give me, just give me a guy to get it down. Something. Something. So he threw for 50 yards. He said, Eric, he said, we knew. Yo, yo, we, we, he said, 29 ain't going to beat us. So Mike Goomer came in motion. And when they, when they hurt Mike, I mean, Richard Dent caved it in, so knocked him off track. Mike, Mike uh, Singletary had a free run. I saw him, but I, I'm thinking Mike going to still get him. And I mean, I'm running, we went, bam! And we stuck just like this here. And man, all of a sudden they bent me back and then you know, you know, all the black waves, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. So I get up, go to the sideline. I'm like, shit, that hurt. <laughs> go there, I sit down, they came over. I knew something was wrong. They said, so you all right? I said, yeah, I'm all right. I said, where you at? In Chicago. I said, what's your name? Eric Dickerson. What's your date of birth? I don't know how I mean, I said, I have no idea. And I didn't know what date I was born. I have no clue what my birthday was. You know, that's just how it was. Yeah. But yeah, he got me. He got me really good. Um, ran Ronnie Lott got me good. Got me in my, got my ribs. Ooh. Got me in my ribs. But I wore flag jacket. But in that same game, I ran over him. You know, so yeah. and I, I ran over Mike later. I mean, it's just you know they get you, you get them. Ball. I mean, that's just football. You yeah. ain't gonna win all the time. You know, that's like ain't, this, ain't, this ain't the movies. Like you know, the yeah. good guy, like you know, Bruce <laughs> Lee, really he, he kicking everybody. We kicking everybody. <laughs> Don't work like that, dog. You know, you get you get you get get you get got sometimes. So. Yeah, I've gotten got. <laughs> Second best running back in the Rams history. Marshall Falk uh, and my big boy. Um, Gurley? Ooh, God, I forgot about Todd. Eh? Oh, you, you talking about Steven? Steven, Steven. You talking about Steven? I play Steven. You know what I say, Steven? Because, you know, Todd is great. I mean, that's my guy, too. Right. I, I say, I'm them one, two, three. But I say Steven because Steven had nothing. Mm -hmm. He had nothing, man. I'm right. serious. And you right. know, you know, when you play that position, you know what it's like. You ain't got no help. Mm -hmm. He had no help. You know, right. that's why. That's why. I mean, I, I like. I like him. I like him. This as number two. I mean, number I mean, you know, after, I mean, after three, I mean, I don't even put my. You know, I don't even like put myself in that. In the category. But that's that's no brainer. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. goes without yeah. question. Yeah, because because in my era, maybe before my era, my favorite back of all time was OJ because that's mm -hmm. why I wanted to play running back. Mm -hmm. He was big. He was tall. He was fast. You know, people say Jim Brown. I love Jim. Mm -hmm. I didn't see Jim play. Right. I saw a little bit of Gail Sayers, you know, like I said, a little bit, you know, mostly highlights. It's just, it's always guys you saw play. That's what it comes down to. But Rams, I would have to say, as I said, Falk, Steven Jackson, and then my guy Todd. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping Steve retired because he's directly behind me mm -hmm. on an all time, time rush list. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like 100 yards. I was like, retired, man. You got to retire. Don't give him no carries. I think he ended up going to New England at the time. He I was did. like, oh, yeah. I know one thing. He ain't getting no carries up there, so I'm good. <laughs> but he was a beast. He was yeah. a dog. Mm -hmm. You talked about the guys in LA, right? The LA history that you look at. And I was listening to you earlier, too, speak about watching Freddie T and, and Curtis Enos or different times you've consulted with the team, it seems that you have a really good relationship with the organization. And, and that's, it sounds crazy to me because you talked about your contract. Uh, you obviously end up playing for Indy. I think you played for Indy longer. I played for Rams. Yeah, yeah. yeah, then you played here. Mm -hmm. Why has that relationship been one of those relationships uh, you've poured into since you've been retired. Well, I'll say this much, Jim. When I, when I left the Rams, man, I was mad. I was hurt. I, I was really hurt when I left this team. Because I, I, I really wanted to stay with the team, um, but it just didn't work out that way. And um, the guy who traded me off, his name was John Shaw. You know, he, you know, he told me later, he said, I want to see you someplace where you'd be forgotten. He tried to send me to India, you know, where, you know that I had no help. Because they, they, uh, 
that was a bad organization. I see why John Elway didn't want to go there. When you get there, <laughs> I, say, I see why you didn't want to come here. Right? The GM of the Rams told you, I want to send you somewhere that you can be forgotten? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, he didn't. And, you know, like I said, it was different, man. John Shaw was a guy, he was all about the numbers. He was all about the numbers, and he was kind of, he was arrogant. He was arrogant. He didn't miss it. He was, he was, he was arrogant, you know, and, and he sent me to, because the Redskins wanted me. That's why I wanted to go. My cousin Dexter Manley was there. Mm-hmm. And he called me and said, Eric, man, I hear we're trying to get you. I said, man, I know. And he said, man, they ain't going to let that happen. That's too much like right. I'd have killed it over there. So anyway, you know, just being with the team, you know, then when I, I retired, this when I retired, John Shaw, the, the German guy I'm talking about, uh, Jackie Slater called me. He said, Eric, man, he said, John Shaw, man, he wants you to call him. I said, call him for what? Mm-hmm. He said, one time, I said, man, F. John Shaw. <laughs> I said, man, I said, man, over me, man. I'm not calling him. He said, Eric, man, he said, y'all always said, man, he liked Eric. He said, Eric was a good guy. Because, I mean, I was a team player. I mean, I didn't cause no trouble. I didn't do drugs. I didn't beat nothing. I wasn't doing nothing but playing football. He said, well, I said, I said, if you want me to have him call me. Sure enough, he called me. He said, and he get that voice. Hey, Eric. That's how he talked. <laughs> John Shaw. Like, really? <laughs> he said, how's it going? I said, good, John. What's happening, man? I like, I like to sit and talk to you. I said, okay. So we set up a meeting. I went up to his office and, and sit down and, and talk with him. And um, I, I'll never forget, this is, this is what he said. He said, Eric, I just want to tell you this. You're the greatest player I ever saw. He said, I, he said, I screwed up. He said, you should have always been a Ram. He said, you will always be a Los Angeles Ram to us. As long as I'm here, whatever you need, you just call me. And, and so when he told me that, man, as hurt as I was, you know, I kind of I let it go. I, I really let it go. And that's how... You know, I just became, when they were in St. Louis, I would go back to see him play, you know, to see the game and stuff. And John Shaw, he, you know, he's right. And, and anything I needed, you know, he would, he would help me do. Is, is he still around? No, nah, he doesn't work with the team anymore. He okay. doesn't work with the team anymore. But I, I, wish, he, I wish he was. Yeah, because I want to talk about those Super Bowl teams. Yeah, I wish he was. That's what I said. I wish he, I wish he was. <laughs> I mean, because even he called me about that. But I, when you ask me a question, I'll tell you. But no, nah, that, that, so that's why. I mean, and look. Man, I always be a Ram. I mean, I, I mean, I tell you, I love. One thing about you, I got. The, I, I'm loyal. I, I, I just got that loyalty thing. I mean, I mean, I, even I played for the Colts. They just said I don't feel like a Colt. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I mean, I just don't. I don't. I don't go back to end it to none of the games. I just don't. I just feel like this is where I live. This is my team. This is the team I love. I mean, this team I want. This is the team I wanted to play for when I got drafted. Cause I, you know why? I like the uni- I like that horn. I thought it just looked cool, and I, I thought I'd look good in the uniform, and you know. But, but now we're not going with your question. I, 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 yeah, I, no, I wanted to see yeah. because, you know, from, from some people's point of view, obviously theirs don't always matter, but some feel like it was an ungrateful, you know, uh, response with the Super Bowl tickets that you received. Well, I'm going to tell you this much here. First of all, never ungra- I'm never ungrateful. That's the right. one thing. You never got to be being ungrateful, right. you know, and I didn't even want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know how it works, you know. I know the right. system. And they did the same thing to me in Atlanta. I didn't say anything. I never said a word. I won't say nothing this time. Right. Matter of fact, the tickets that I got in Atlanta, I gave to a, a, a guy who was a big Ram fan. I paid for his hotel and gave him my tickets to that nice. game. Gave him the tickets, because right. he was a huge Ram fan. I didn't even go to the to one in, in Atlanta. If they called me the next day and said, oh, we got a ticket for you, I'm like, I'm cool. I just, I just stay at my buddy's house and watch it. Right. Here, the same thing. I mean, look. I didn't want to bring that up. That was not my intentions. I, because I, the kid kept asking me. I just said, I'm, I said, I'm, I'm not going to the game. You know, my main thing was I want my football team to win. 
care about no football game. I mean, but, you know, they kept asking me and asking me. I said, well, when they asked me, and I'm going to tell you, I mean, think about this, Fred. I'm going to ask you this here. You played for Jacksonville for all mm -hmm. those years. They went to the Super Bowl. Do you think they put you in the rafters? And I don't mean, I'm talking about the rafters. Like, right. the top of the stadium is right there. Right. And I gave my tickets to a friend, to a girl that worked for me. She called me. She sent a picture. She said, Eric, these tickets are so high that I can't even stay up here. I've got to come down. She said, the, the players look like little ants. I, I think, worst case, owner suite, maybe. I Man, mean, you because know you're, you're a face it, it, of the it, franchise. It, it, I mean, wasn't, every... it, it wasn't even that. Look, first of all, I mean, I even asked could I even buy my tickets mm -hmm. that I have seen. I buy my own tickets. You, you, can, you can't even buy because the league takes them over. I, right. was, I was willing to buy my own tickets right. for, for the mm -hmm. go to the game. But, you know, I ended up going with, with Shannon, with, with Shannon. Again, how we started by saying you're iconic as a running back, but you're also a legendary Rams player. And since they've been back out here in L.A. since 2017, I mean, you've, you've sort of reemerged, you know, on the scene with, with everything that they're doing with, you know, helping the rookies and directing them in those Super Bowl runs, two in, what, five years? Mm -hmm. I mean, that has to be special for, you know, an old head. <laughs> you know, for, for me, especially for, for the young players. I mean, right. look, I never played in the Super Bowl. And like I say, for me, man, look, I don't care nothing about that crap. I mean, uh -huh. like I said, I wasn't going to even say anything. The guy kept asking me over. <laughs> he asked me again, so why are you not going? Why are you not? So that's why I said it. I mean, and, and, and I'm going to say this much here, and I'll just, I'll just, I'll just say the name. Mm. We had a guy that plays for the Rams, Jim Everett. He made a comment. Mm -hmm, he, he, made, he made a comment, and I'm just going to say it. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, don't, if you don't want the truth, don't ask me. Mm -hmm. he, to me, he made a kiss-ass comment. You know, like, I'm just happy to be in the house. And we, we players, we know what's up. Right. Like, guys right. who play with me, they call me about it. They say, man, what's that all about? We know what that deal's about. Right. You know? I mean, I just keep it 100. Like I said, I love my football team. Everything's never going to be perfect. Right. But I love my organization. I love, I, I love the team. And I'm, I'm a player. I'm a player first, mm -hmm. you know. Even though I work for the team, I'm still I still got the player mentality. Correct. Even when I when I do when I did sport TV with you, I still got the player mentality. You know, I'm I'm always for the players. If the players doing right now, you know, if you're mm -hmm. being lazy, it's different. But I mean, I'm I'm always a player. How did it feel to see them win the Super Bowl here in LA? Oh, the best, man. The best. I told them. I kept telling guys, even faulting them. I said, man, when y'all won that Super Bowl in in, in St. Louis, I, said, I know that's great. I said, but man, you went in LA. I said. It's different. It really is. I mean, and look, LA is still a Raider town. It's made us be making plans. It's still a Raider town, mm -hmm. but it's back gradually going back because the Rams were gone for 21 years. I mean, it was no team here. These little kids that are now 25 and 30, you know, they might have been Ram fans. My man, grandma, when they, but now they, 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 I'm the Raiders. They, the 49er fan. I hate them 49ers. <laughs> for, for, 49er fan. They cowboy fans. You know. So it just, it's going to take a while. But to win a Super Bowl in L.A. and win at your home stadium, it's fantastic. I think the, the one thing before we wrap up that I'd like you to share is uh, you were highly successful from the day you became a Ram. And you've now lived your life in a way that's exemplary, where people can look at you and say, I respect him. Not only, not, not because he does everything right, but because he does everything as an adult man should do it and he's okay with whatever comes with that. What would be your advice to young men who got their name called or who got that called and now have an opportunity 
to represent one of these 32 teams and, you know, namely the Rams? I mean, that's a good question. Um, well, first of all, I haven't done everything right, but I tried to. You know, my main thing is, is I just remember my mother told me when I came to L.A., she said, Eric, don't go out there and embarrass yourself and don't come embarrass your name, your dad's name. He had a good name. My father had a really good name. And um, that's my big thing. I mean, and I tell any of these young, young players, you know, you're going to only be number 29 or number 82 or 18 for a small amount of time. You're going to be an older man a lot longer. So make that older man, make, make that legacy a legacy that you can be proud of. Mm -hmm. And so that's for me. I just... I want my, my kids to be proud of me. I, I want my, my, my grandkids to be proud of me. You know, so that's what, that's kind of what I live by. And like I say, it's not a perfect life, but you know, it's the life that God gave me and I'm not making no excuses for it. I'm blessed to have what I have. Any regrets? Uh, I ain't gonna say regrets. No, only regret, and that's not a regret. Do I wish that I could have stayed with the Rams my whole career? That's it, but I don't regret it. Because you know why? It didn't happen like that because when I got traded, it changed the pay scale for other players. It changed the pay scale for running backs. It really did because God told me, he said, man, Eric, he said, you didn't know this, but they had a rule called the Dickerson rule. No one could make more than Eric Dickerson as a running back. But they brought our salaries up. Yeah. And said, so I didn't, I mean, I didn't even know that, but you know, that's, that's, that's that hidden stuff they don't tell you. I mean, but yeah, because I mean, I was outspoken, man. We were just, we wasn't getting paid right. Running backs weren't getting paid. I mean, it just wasn't happening for us. They were paying everybody else. But I mean, what about us? I mean, back in those days, we were the workhorses. Oh yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I made more money than you yeah. your whole all your years, and I wasn't even worth a damn compared to you. But financially, I was better than you. But I was, I was but I was twenty years younger. Way better. And that was the difference. Yeah. So, the, but just the love, and we call him Freddie Flowers. He tries to give it, but the love of the OGs like that for y'all to fight for that money is the reason that we could make the money that we made later on. And even guys before us, you know, that that didn't get a chance to make the money because I think about my friend Deacon Jones. He said, my first grandfather, he said, I made $7,500. So, you know, I mean, back in the day when I played, the minimum wage was, was 30000 So guys had multiple, you know, guys sold cars, you know, <laughs> insurance. So it wasn't like, you didn't have a real offseason all the time. Yeah. So on behalf of the running backs in the mm -hmm. game today, I think I'll, you know, uh, salute you and really just say, man, I personally appreciate you. And I'm sure those guys do for us. Uh, but just being a standard, you know, setting a bar. And I was just... Man, giving us something to look up to and a goals to chase. Uh, but with that, who are your top five backs in the game oh, today? Right now? Right now. Five. That's just five. Tough. It usually changes, but five. Easy five. I'm just going to go by team. Like, you, you, you I name got, it. I got that's, you. That's I got fine. You. It's going to be some big old, okay. big old okay. sons of bitches. Well, you know. Well, you, know, <laughs> you, know, you, know you know. I know what you know, you know Derrick Henry. That, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's, my, that's my number one. Okay. Number two would probably be, I still like Zeke, Zeke man. Like I still Zeke like Zeke. Zeke. I, you, know, you know, I like Zeke, because Zeke is tough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He runs between the tackles. I mm -hmm. like Zeke. You know, um, let me think. I like Saquon Barkley, but he's never had a chance. Yeah. And, I, and I said that when he got drafted. I said, I hate to see this young talent go to a bad football team. He's probably going to end up getting hurt. He mm -hmm. went early like you, though. He was mm -hmm. the second pick of the draft yeah, as well. Pick, second, yeah. second pick of the draft, mm -hmm. but, but yeah. a terrible football team. Uh, God, give me some more back. You got two more. You got Elvin Kamara, Christian Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. You know, Christian McCaffrey. I like Christian McCaffrey. But, but how do you feel about Christian McCaffrey and Kamara, the guys out of the backfield, the receiving backs? Because you, like you saying, Derrick Henry, number one, that's downhill, yeah. high formation guy. You like, you like those 
I, I like that, but I like guys come out the backfield too. Let me tell you, see, my first year, I had 51 receptions because mm -hmm. we had a kind of a quarterback. I had 51 receptions for, I think, 498 yards. Mm -hmm. But my quarterback, that was Vince Ferragamo. After that, I never played with a quarterback like him ever again. Mm -hmm. So I like um, the young kid, Christian McCaffrey. I like McCaffrey a lot because, I mean, he's just been hurt, you know, but man, I'm, I call him white chocolate. You know, smooth, man. That white boy can play, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I call it like I see it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like him, so I don't know if that was five or not. That's five. That's five, but yeah, yeah that's five. Yeah, yeah. I that say this. Solid that's solid five. Mm -hmm. I, I say this, man, for I am a football nerd. You I know, know. I, you know all about it. I, yeah, I love watching you on TV. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a football, I'm a football junkie, so for us to have the opportunity to sit down with one of the best that ever lived on, on our little show, man, is, is, is huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge for us, and we couldn't be we couldn't be more grateful, you know, that you gave us uh, your time. Uh, this is for sure one of the more special pivots, you know, we've done since we got together, man. So thank you so much. No, thank y'all. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you for the word. Thank you, brother. I'd have thumped that chest. You thumped it. <laughs> you, 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 that was big chest. You, 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 you got these knees one time. You got these knees one time. And them big old shoulder pads. Okay. Appreciate you. Yes, sir, man. Hold up, limitless, take a simic cap pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on the vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless, take a simic cap pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh,